Welcome to Blah Blah Podcast. Put a put a put a put a bow on it. Missile anus. Missile. Miscellaneous. Burger. Burger. King. We're the boys. Hey, mister. You want a turkey club? Did the intro play? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 101 of Blah Blah Podcast, the only show on the web that'll make you sick and tired of pop culture news. I am Jason Green, and with me as always is Mr. Sean Smith. Jason, I don't know if you know this, but 101 backwards is also 101. You know what else is also backwards and forwards at the same time? Taco Cat. And Race Car. And Palindrome. No, I'm just kidding about that last one. And also with us today is Mr. Joe Bow. Hey, uh, you know what else is, is the same front, the forwards and backwards? Is up yours, Jason. <laughs> I gotta write that down. And also is Mr. Steve Coltis. What's happening, everybody? Hey, hey, how was the gym? Oh, shit, wrong show. Oh, no. Oh, damn, sorry, wrong show. It was good. I got all I got all swolled up today. I did some arms and shoulders. Nice. Got a good pump in, good pump. Oh, yeah. Was it difficult pump. getting through the doorways coming home? Yeah, I, I, was yell- I was yelling like Braun while I was working out, so I had to leave early. They're like, could you just go away? You do this every time. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and also, we have a new addition to the crew for the first time in a long time. Uh, we're introducing a new person to the Blah Blah crew. Mr. Mark Wolf. What's up? Hey, everybody. How's it going? Um, Hi, everybody. Hey, Dr. Um, Nick. <laughs> I, uh, I did have to write out Taco Cat to verify that it's a palindrome. You are correct on that. Uh, see, I was oh, not lying. I'm glad, I don't lie. I'm glad, I'm, I'm glad we finally have a fact checker. Thank God. Yeah, it's time. <laughs> Someone's got to keep you guys in order. <laughs> Mark, thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy schedule uh, to to just goof around with us. It, oh, thanks for thanks for letting me goof around with you. No problem. Uh, before we start, um, did you want to talk about your product? Oh yeah, yeah, I'd love to talk about it. It's uh, it's called Jotcast. Um, basically, it's a platform that lets all types of organizations communicate with and engage their user base in a live setting. Uh, the format is a chat where readers submit their questions and comments. Uh, but only the moderator or host see those incoming comments. Uh, so whoever's hosting it decides which comments to publish, which to reject, or which to save for later. That way you can really interact with your audience and control the conversation and flow, accepting and responding to only the comments that you think are worthwhile. Mm. Um, mm. So for instance, you guys have a lot of people who listen to your uh, podcast. If you ever wanted to switch it up, the format a bit, once in a while, you could have a live session where they ask you all kinds of questions. Uh, you, you probably wouldn't want to do that because I don't know what they're going to be asking you. Um, <laughs> I have an idea. <laughs> I, have, I have a clue. Yeah, and then you can just uh, see which what questions you think are worthwhile or just crazy enough to respond to. And uh, that, that's it. That's really yeah, cool. It's a Jotcast. Um, is it for, like... Smartphones or computers? Yeah, you know, it's 100% uh, mobile-friendly. You can use it on your computer. You can use it on your phone. Um, the idea is that, uh, so a website that have the user base, they're going to usually have the chat on their own website. They'll, they'll take our code and put it there. Um, and then they'll tell their users, come to the chat, you know, Sunday, 1 p.m., we'll be, our writers are here answering your questions. Um, okay. 
I don't know, you know, uh, if you're a baseball fan, um, one of our bigger clients is Fangraphs. John, do you know Fangraphs? Because you're a baseball guy. Uh, I can't say I do, no. Uh, it's a great website resource for baseball. Um, they, they have uh, articles every day, and they have chats every day. They talk about the players. Uh, people ask questions about the players, uh, about trades, about fantasy baseball, anything baseball-related. Uh, and they use our software so that you know their readers can ask them questions and they respond to them. That's really cool, man. I actually really like that. We will we should no seriously, guys. We should take them up on this. It'd be a cool way to interact with people. It reminds me of Slack. You know that program Slack. Yeah, yeah. But it's like the moderators have more of a control in this space. Like Slack's like pretty much just uh, a Facebook chat. Yeah. Somebody put a Facebook this chat man for companies. Shark Tank. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Put it on Shark Tank. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know that, that's where I'm going tomorrow. So yeah. Oh, good. You're going to Charlotte. <laughs> Yeah. No, that's really cool, though, man. Um, definitely keep us in touch about that and plug it throughout the show. You know, just drop little hints in there. If if, you, if there's a word that rhymes with Jotcast, just say Jotcast. You know, get little subliminal messages in the listeners' heads so then they go and download it. I'm uh, honest. Use Jotcast. Whoa, what was that? Jot it down, everybody. <laughs> Is that the same uh, forwards and backwards? Um, you know what? I'm going to say yes. Yeah, don't okay, verify. No, you, you guys don't have fact checkers, you said, right? No, yeah, no, no we don't. not at all. No. Yeah, de- yeah, most definitely is. Okay, okay. good. That's well, you're right, the fact, everybody. You're the, you're the fact checker, so I trust you. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right, Sean. Go down that jotcast. I mean, run down. Okay. <laughs> uh, speaking of uh, questions and answers, uh, why don't we answer our Twitter poll for this week? Uh, we okay. asked everyone, are you excited for the movie Logan, which is coming out, I believe, next weekend? Um, the results were in first place uh, with an o- overwhelming 71% said, hell yeah. They're excited That's for it. That's what I'm talking about. Mark, are you a comic book movie guy? I, I like the uh, the fantasy stuff, yeah. Um, Lord of the Rings? Lord of the Rings is good. I actually like sci-fi a bit more, but fantasy is right up in there. So, yeah, my, my wife definitely is more on the fantasy side, so we're a good balance there. Good man. So are you a fan of Fifty Shades of Grey, then? Oh, no. Is, is, that, is that sci-fi or fantasy? I'm going to go for most, yes. It is most definitely fantasy. <laughs> was, there, was, there a light, was there a lightsaber butt plug at some point? Because I feel like <laughs> I feel like we could cross genres. No comment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> um, oh, I'm using I'm using the force. In <laughs> oh, in sixteen percent, not really. I guess you know it's an option. Who are those people, Sean? I want I want to know who those people are. Yeah, you hey, have a stern we, talking yeah. to. Uh, <laughs> probably the DC fans out there. Uh, not yeah. really. Oh, into oh it. right, the all, people who are all, all, you mean all, all, si- all six all six of them. All six. Yeah. Of them. Right. Yeah. And <laughs> Zack uh, Snyder and uh, Zack Snyder's family. Parents. His aunt, Jared Leto. Exactly. <laughs> um, and in third place with thirteen percent was Dunkirk. So, oh Dunkirk. yeah, okay. Dunkirk. We have to we have to initiate Mark here. Uh, Mark, have you ever been to France? Um, yeah, I've been to Paris once for four days. Wow, that's cool, man. Seriously, it is. Um, no, but you know, there's that beach in france that was involved in world war ii christopher nolan's making a movie out of it it's called dunkirk Ooh. so well, you're relating okay go on yeah so it's a movie called dunkirk that's coming out this july and for some odd reason uh we just like to say that word out loud 
like hey, it's kind of it? an inside joke. Yeah, like really, so. <laughs> really obnoxiously loud. We like to say <laughs> the, the word Dunkirk. Say what, it's what got a ring to it, you know. Yeah. yeah. So uh, just give us, give us a Dunkirk on three. One, two, three. Dunkirk. Yes. <laughs> He's been initiated. The circle is complete. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, that was awesome, dude. Seriously, jot cast that. <laughs> Done. Done. I, I cast it. It's already out there. It's on the web. Oh, oh good. Uh, that was awesome. Okay, so uh, regarding the Twitter poll, um, Dunkirk. What was it like an overwhelming uh, landslide for yes? People are excited for Logan. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Does look very good. good. Yeah. yeah, and all the uh, all the all the reviews so far have been mostly positive. Um, I think it's currently at like a ninety on Rotten Tomatoes. Hmm. Yeah, like, I uh, I got my tickets for it for the Alamo Draft House. Can't wait. Woo! Woo! Oh, we'll have fun. Uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of uh, speaking of movies, um, we have uh, two movies that uh, we need to talk about. That recently came out that uh, at least me and Jason saw. We'll have to see if everyone else did. But let's start with uh, the Lego Batman movie. Uh, Jason, I yeah. know you saw it over the weekend. I did. I liked it. All right, oh, moving on. <laughs> no, I, uh, it was good. Um, it wasn't great. Honestly, it had a really good beginning and a really good ending. Um, everything in the middle, I kind of felt like it kind of meandered a bit. Like the Lego movie kept me entertained all the way through. Hmm. But this kept me entertained... 75% of the way through. Um, uh, what was I going to say? I, the, my favorite part about it was the Easter eggs. The little Batman nods here and there. Like with the Batman Beyond suit and the shark repellent spray. Um, you know, it's, it's, a great, um, it's a great celebration of Batman. And I, I love that. And like how meta it was towards Batman. Like how it treated the Joker and Batman's relationship. Because in the, in the movie it treated them like they're, like they're a married couple pretty much. And if you think about it, that's kind of how their relationship is. Like they're needy for each other. Yeah, and, it, but, and it's uh, legal now, so it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah, it was a great movie. Uh, well, and I shouldn't say great. I don't know why I said that. It was a good movie. I like the Lego movie better. I would give this a B. What about you, Sean? Uh, five bags of popcorn and two sodas. That's My a man. Great, great review. <laughs> no, seriously, do you have a critique? Oh, I haven't seen it yet. Oh, I misheard you. Then I'm sorry. Um, I haven't. Uh, I haven't seen it either. But I want to see it very soon. Um, I am hearing good things, and I'm sure I'll pick up on a lot of the the Easter eggs just like everybody else. And it looks very good. But without yeah. having not seen it, I agree with Sean. Five bags of popcorn and two sodas. <laughs> yeah, it can only get better from there. Yeah, that was good. Uh, we also saw what else, Sean? We saw John Wick two, right? Yes, John Wick. What are they calling it? Chapter two, I think is what chapter they're calling two. it. Chapter yeah, two. Yes, chapter two. That um, movie was awesome. Holy shit! Yeah, I would I loved s- it. I would say better than the first one. Mark, are you an uh, action movie guy? I do like action movies. Um, I, I mean, getting back to the the Lego Batman movie, I really wanted to see that, especially because it's got Will Arnett and Michael Sarah. Uh, it's yeah. probably not as much of an action movie, but um, I can't really see uh, you know the second movie because I haven't seen the first. Yeah, with John Wick. Yeah, dude, you should get yeah, right on that. It's very man. important to see the first one before seeing the second yes. one. Yeah, no, you yeah. literally. Like, is, is it? So I, I can't just go into it and just like pick no. it up. No, no, no. You need no. to watch the first one. Yeah, you yeah, definitely. It, yeah, you definitely have to watch the first one. Unlike with Fifty Shades Darker, where you could probably go in without <laughs> seeing the first one. <laughs> oh, you know, it's got ninety percent. Ninety percent on Rotten Tomatoes. That's amazing, dude. Yeah, like, just like 
this weekend, Rent John Wick One. You can probably find it online or like you know on Redbox or something. It's it's a great movie in its own, but then immediately go see the sequel because that's <laughs> ten times better. It's so good. It's a fantastic action movie. Yeah, I, it takes place what a couple days after the Five first days. one. Five days after the first one. Uh, yeah, that's what Keanu Reeves said on the Chris Hardwick's podcast. Yeah. Okay, and... so. So without giving any spoilers, does uh, the first movie end like is it a satisfying ending? Does it have closure? Oh like, yeah. Why do we need to have another movie five days later? Well, I think <laughs> what what uh, what they're basically doing is they're they're almost adding on to the first movie story. Uh, yeah, whereas I don't think they had a sequel planned originally. Probably not, because you could pro- you could have went off the first one just being one movie. Oh yeah, no, one the first movie. one wraps up nicely. But they they there was certain uh, mythology that was hinted at in the first movie that they expand upon in the second one, and I would say even do a they do a better job with that yeah. idea or multiple ideas than they did with the first one. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a, it's, it's a really solid action film. Um, it actually has a better, in my opinion, a better screenplay than the first one. Um, yeah, no, the, it was the, great. The story's much more con- uh, concise and um, they, uh, you know, all the action scenes are really effective. Um, mm-hmm. And a lot of blood. There's a lot of blood, a lot of CGI blood. Um, and yeah, it's, uh, and they, and like I said, they also, they, they introduce more aspects to this, uh, you know, assassin organization. D- does it even have a name? What they call it? I I don't think it's like, no, a... well, the hotel that they all stay in is called the continental. Yeah. So, which is funny because figured... every time I think of the continental, I think of the Christopher Walken skit from SNL that he used to nah, always do. You don't, you don't remember that one where he was the, nah. the, the pervy guy in the uh, hotel room? No, oh, I don't. Yeah, <laughs> I remember those. Yeah. Yeah. That that's what it was called, the Continental. That's every time I think of it, that's what I think of. I think of Continental breakfasts at like Me too. because I think of the fat fuck. I think of the joke, the joke from the Simpsons <laughs> where uh Marge is leaving a hotel and the uh the uh, disgusting guy behind the counter at the hotel is like, "Here's your continental breakfast," and he puts an egg inside of an envelope and gives it to her. <laughs> Classic Simpson. Um, okay, yeah, John Wick two, great movie. You guys should see it, especially uh, if you've seen the first one. If you haven't seen the first one, and then see the second one, it's a great set of movies. Yeah. Um. And, what's uh, and they also. They kind of leave you on a, a cliffhanger at the end of the movie too, which could theoretically set up a third movie, which is, I guess, expected. Uh, it's going to be a trilogy of movies, but uh, yeah, that's yeah, it was, yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, it was, it was solid. Keanu Reeves is a great action star too. Yeah, he doesn't say much in the movie, which is perfect. Um, <laughs> yeah, and he just kills people. That's then that's really all you want. You can't ask for him for anything more than that. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, let's move on to some of our news for this week. Um, let's talk a little Star Wars here, and Woo! this is this is uh, just a rumor. Um, no idea how valid this is, but uh, there are rumors circulating after uh, ScreenRant.com uh, noticed on Benicio del Toro's page on a website called WikiWand, which I think is a diff- uh, some sort of version of Wikipedia. Um, hmm. They listed his role in Star Wars The Last Jedi under the name Vikram Fett. Oh, Ooh. no. Um, so he's... I, I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Well, see, Joe, there was this character in the original trilogy named Boba Fett, and he. Oh, was... you mean Django Fett? Yes. Played by legendary actor Tamara Morrison. Oh yes. Oh yeah, the greatest actor of all time. Yeah. Yes. Um. So what ended up happening was is that uh, they noticed the name, and then it was it was quickly quickly removed from the website. It hasn't shown oh my up God. since. You know, some of these people Uh-oh. are just so stupid. <laughs> well, that's what I was saying. I See, I don't really consider it to be extremely valid because it is an offshoot of Wikipedia, so it's very possible someone could have just went on and changed it themselves. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's, it's really easy. I remember I was like months ago on the Justice League movie Wikipedia page just to see like who was going to be in the movie, mm-hmm. and it had Willem Dafoe on it. But next to him, it said Willem Dafoe as Norman Osborn, head of Oscorp. <laughs> <laughs> So could this be a ploy just to, to build up interest for the movie? Because, you know, no one really oh, knows about Star Wars. I think yeah, especially I think, if they put a Fett's name in it. Yeah, I think it's just some person on the Internet just screwing around with people. That's what my personal opinion is. But you never know. I mean, oh, we, cool. we we reported uh, like almost a over a year before Rogue One came out that they were attempting to do the Grand Moff Tarkin uh, CGI effect. And it turns out we were right. So, um, yeah, you never know. I mean, we could look back a year from now and be like, oh, my God, they had Vikram Fett in the movie. (laughs) (laughs) We also remember uh, there were those rumors going around that Boba Fett was going to be in Rogue One and Uh, and episode seven. (laughs) So I think, you know, every Star Wars movie, there's going to be a Boba Fett rumor. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, There was the rumor I read that um, Boba Fett in the original Boba Fett in the prequel trilogy was Django was. uh, Django Fett, right? Or it was like a clone of the Stormtroopers and all that bullshit. Um, but then I read that there was going to be a story that in somewhere between the prequel trilogy and the original trilogy, that guy was going to die and someone was going to take up the Boba Fett mantle. And it was going to turn out that Boba, the Boba Fett mantle is a thing passed down from assassin to assassin. Yes. Which so, is a great idea until George ruined it with the new edition of Empire where he put Tamora Morrison's voice in there. Yeah. Uh, I, maybe they could still do that with Vikram Fett. All I can think about with the name Vikram is that episode of The Office where Michael Scott becomes a telemarketer and his his uh, his sales buddy's name is Vikram. And then he wants to start his own paper company. He's like, we need Vikram. We need Vikram on our team. Maybe he was talking about Benicio Del Toro. Maybe. I don't know. You never know. Maybe. Uh, Mark, are you a Star Wars guy? Um, somewhat. No, most of my knowledge comes from playing Star Wars cards about 10 years ago. There's a card game that was pretty awesome. So I know the Executor is like the biggest ship in their fleet. Wow, I didn't know that. That's awesome. <laughs> That's, that, is, that is Darth Vader's personal ship and the flagship of the Imperial fleet. There you go. Is that yeah, the one sorry. that he's on for most of the movie in Empire? Yeah, that's that. The, you know the scene where the Star Destroyers are kind of floating around, and all of a sudden that huge shadow appears over yeah. them, and then you see the big blue Star Destroyer. That is the the Executor. Okay, nice. That's an aptly named ship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's also the one. It's also the one that he flies in on in uh, Rogue One. <laughs> <laughs> just like anyway. he's just like screw all of you. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, uh, I, I saw this on, uh, some website earlier that, uh, there's, there's going to be a new, uh, Star Wars novel that, that comes out, uh, pretty soon, or if, or if not already, uh, which is basically, I don't know what the story's about, but it's somewhere in between episode, uh, six and seven, and Jar Jar actually appears in the book. Ooh. Oh, yeah. I, did I, I, read, I, I heard about that. Like, is he killed right? off really quickly? 
No, his <laughs> his life kind of becomes a sad story. Oh, <laughs> from what they're going to make what, us feel from what from I him? read. That's even better. I, yeah, from what I read, it kind of he becomes like a joke. He's a, he's he becomes a, like a, a street clown. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think he should be. I think his his body should have been used to pave the streets. Uh, oh. you know, just, you know. I oh, think no, he should have been says, melted down and turned into asphalt and and made onto you know pave the streets of Naboo. But that's you know, just mean. me. Well, yeah, or or maybe they could have just put him in a cannon and launched him into space and then he die. There, there, there was a non-cannon thing that some fan wrote, but uh. Darth Vader, like it was, a, it was like like a, a like head cannon kind of thing. Like um, Darth Vader goes back to Naboo to uh, visit like where Padme's ashes are to like kind of like it because it kind of like reinvigorates the anger and the sadness within them to make him stronger. And I read one that was like he goes back and he sees Jar Jar on the street and Jar Jar gets afraid and uh, uh, Darth Vader kind of hesitates because he remembers him and then he just kills him. <laughs> he just force jokes and he dies. <laughs> And I was always like, if that was in one of those movies, I'd be sold. I don't care how yeah. awful the rest of the movie is. Yeah, I, was, I, would um, love, uh, I would love to see a scene where, where Darth Vader is playing chess with him. <laughs> I think that would work really well. well yeah, He's using his big tongue to move the pieces. <laughs> <laughs> or or maybe that, we could just uh, have a scene where he dies. And, yeah, just, and he or just, there, there was that, there was that, he gets uh, buried and no one goes to his funeral. There was that section in um, uh, the Force Unleashed game, the first one, where you could find like this area in the very first level uh, of Jar Jar encased in uh, carbonite. Oh uh, yeah, I remember that. I remember that. For, but for for some reason, they made him like twelve feet tall. Like Jar Jar yeah. towers over you. It was like Jar Jar, why are you so big? I liked in the second Force Unleashed game when you go into that room that's dedicated to uh, Secrets of Monkey Island, and they're playing the theme oh, yeah. song. <laughs> And there's a, there's a hologram of Guy Threepwood. I was like, that's a nice touch, LucasArts. <laughs> I know. Yeah, really. Well, and then they shut his films down. Uh, oh, well. Yep. Blam. I will say that uh, when I heard about this Jar Jar showing up in this book, I did a little research because I figured there's no way that this this idiot is still around in, in the new series. Um, so I had to look up what the actual lifespan is of a Gungan, which apparently... Yeah, he's been around for like fucking 50 years well apparently they only live to be about 50 to 60 years old so uh by the time you get to uh, return of the jedi he has to be at least you know 40 50 years old uh, yeah uh, so in in the new trilogy is what like 28 years since uh since return of the jedi something like that 30 something like that. 30, 30. okay so he's he's yeah. dead he's long dead in this new uh <laughs> this new good trilogy. Yeah. Well, didn't J.J. Abrams want uh, like the opening crawl or like one of the very first shots of the Force Awakens to see Jar Jar's skeleton in the sand? I remember reading that somewhere. Yeah, like that would have been one of the first things that you see. Yeah, that would awesome. Disney wouldn't let him do it. He wanted to do it, but they wouldn't let him. It's bastards. Probably George getting his last thing in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, what's next, Sean? All right, moving on. Uh, we got some big news, guys. Oh no. <gasps> Big. Actually, you know what? I think we. This is breaking. That's nah, not really breaking news, but I'm going to play the breaking news jingle anyway because we haven't had one in a long time. Let me. Okay. Uh, play it. Let me get this. Oh, I'm not prepared. Mm-hmm. This is a spur of the moment thing. Here we go. Oh man. Failing. You're unprofessional. Oh fuck! <laughs> <laughs> 
was humorous. Um, everyone, Jack Nicholson is returning to acting. Yes! Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> Wait, he took a break? <laughs> oh, yes, he did. <laughs> he hasn't been in a movie since 2010. Oh, yeah, it's Sean. This, this is what we've been waiting for. Oh, yeah. And that happened like, that happened, that news came out like a week after I uh, wrote that article on nerdstash.com about him retiring. Yeah, not <laughs> so much. He, uh, he fucking read my article, then he's like, I got it. Screw yeah. this guy. <laughs> Jason, would you say that he, would, would you say he spat all over your article, Jason? Uh, he Well, he read it and then jot some stuff down. <laughs> Cast it out onto the web. Yeah. Um, uh, we should tell Mark about Jack Nicholson's dirty secret. It's so, not really a secret, Jason. Well, he doesn't know, so we'll tell him. So, Mark, Yo. Jack, Jack Nicholson has this condition where his mouth doesn't generate spit. It's a weird thing. So, yeah, it's, yeah, a, it's just, a medical condition. So he's, he's incapable of spitting on you. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, yes. Um, yeah, right. So basically, he, of- he he had to retire from acting because he could he could no longer produce saliva, which makes it hard to speak and give lines. Yeah. So he's probably going to have like a personal uh, spit assistant on <laughs> the next movie. I'm sure he will. <laughs> um, I know just I know just the guy to call. <laughs> spit assistant. I, I'm sure tomorrow Morrison would do it for free. Oh, oh yeah, I'm sure. Anything. Yeah. I'm sure there's I'm services sure. out there, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, get, a spit, get an intern. <laughs> so imagine if like there's like a a spit turn. Yeah, like if some kid like uh like, goes to his uh intern like advisor at his school and like, okay, so can you hand in your portfolio? Here's a bunch of pictures of me spitting in Jack. <laughs> 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 Hey, whatever you got to do to make it in this town. Right? I mean, you're getting these people coffee and chips. Might as well get them spit, spit, yeah. Yeah. Um, Chips dip. Chips dip and spit. They're probably spitting in their coffee anyway, so they're already doing it. So Jack is going to be starring alongside uh, Kristen Wiig in the American remake of the German film Tony Erdman. Which, uh, in case you didn't know, is currently nominated for the Best Foreign Language Film Award at the Oscars this year. Um, It is a German film. uh, And apparently Jack will be playing, quote, a practical joking father who tries to reconnect with his hardworking daughter by creating an outrageous alter ego and posing as her CEO's life coach. This sounds uh, great. I want to see this. Yeah, I want to see that. I hope it doesn't fall by the wayside like Warren Beatty's latest film. Because uh, when Warren Beatty, oh, yeah. uh, he had that film that came out last year. Like, what was it called? Like, Breaking the Rules or some shit Rules like that? Rules Don't Apply. Yeah, that was it. And it was his big return to acting after, like, 15 and years directing. of not being... And directing. After, like, 15 years, and nobody saw it. So <laughs> I hope it's uh, not another case like that, because Jack Nicholson's awesome. Did you say, though, Jason, even though you haven't seen it, that it's your favorite movie of the year? <laughs> oh, yeah. I could say that with complete sincerity. Well, I've never seen it, but it's my favorite movie. Um, I, I will I, never trust again. <laughs> I'm sure they'll, they'll get behind this one, because, like I said, it is nominated for an Oscar. It, it has a chance of winning the Oscar this Sunday for Best uh, the foreign, foreign Film. film. Yeah. 
Uh, so we'll see what happens with that. But uh, I think we're all excited to see what Jack can can do now that he Jack's is back, uh, back to acting. It's only a matter of time before he shows up in a Marvel movie. I'm just going to point that out. Oh, my God. Who would he play? I want him to play the Green Goblin. Oh, that'd, be, voice him. that'd be good. At least voice him. Hey, Spidey, could you, could you do me a favor? <laughs> <laughs> um, now, do you think this is Jack's last hurrah? Like, he'll make, he'll make one more film and then actually retire? I don't know. I can see that. I don't know. It depends. Uh, maybe he, he really enjoys it again and starts taking up roles. I don't Maybe. Maybe. I don't think this is he one of those like situations like Sean Connery where he, one role is just going to kill him and he's never going to yeah. act again. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, that's cool. What's next? All right. Moving on. Uh, I know you guys are a fan of remakes, so let's talk about some remakes. Oh, here we no. go. Move on. <laughs> um, Universal has announced plans to remake the 1983 film Scarface. Oh. Say hello to my little friend. Okay. It's, okay. It sounded okay. nothing like him, Jason. <laughs> Say hello to my little friend. That was hey. better. Not bad. What, not what bad. did Al Pacino? What, what what movie did Al Pacino say like hua? And what was, was that? Was that Scarface? Son of a woman. Yeah. Oh. But we can pretend Hoo-ah. it's Scarface. Hua, I'm Scarface. <laughs> um, solid, solid. Uh, the studio uh, has hired the Coen brothers to polish the script, um, awesome. which apparently has already been written. But they're just basically coming in as script doctors, uh, which is not the first time they've done that. They also did the same thing for that movie. Uh, what was it? Unbroken? Uh, the Angelina, the Angelina Jolie. Jolie movie? Yeah. They did it for that. Oh. And they also did the same for uh, Bridge of Spies uh, last huh. year. Huh. Um, and well, Sean, you're you're more well versed in uh, movie making than I am. Yes. What's a script doctor do? Uh, basically, that you have a script already, and uh, you have someone come in and and basically just modify a couple things. Um, oh. It could be okay. literally just changing a couple lines of dialogue. It could be as far as rewriting an entire scene, maybe even adjusting an entire act. I mean, that's kind of what uh, Tony Gilroy did for Rogue One. He came in and he literally adjusted the entire uh, third act of the movie. Yeah, I, uh, speaking of Rogue One, I was actually reading online. <clears throat> this guy on Reddit said that he has credible sources. Uh, I don't know if this is true. Obviously, he didn't provide them. But he said he had credible sources of people who were at the original screening of Rogue One, mm-hmm. the very first cut from like two years ago or whatever. And they said it was really bad, like really just slow and boring, kind of like the 2014 Godzilla movie. <laughs> so, yeah, I could change that. Um, you, you, mean the one where, you mean the one where Godzilla was fat? No, yeah. <laughs> he was beefy. There's a difference. He's been boned. Um, but anyway, they uh, they got Diego Luna to play. Um, yeah, Scarface, I was just about right? to say that From he's apparently playing Tony Montana in the movie. Uh, go Diego, go. Yeah, it'll be interesting. <laughs> I think. Uh... <laughs> yeah, I I think they're still going to keep it in Miami um, for the remake because I don't know if you guys know Scarface is actually a remake of uh, a <laughs> 20s movie or 30s movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Scarface, With which the, is no one remembers that. No, Paul Mooney was in it. What was that? Paul Mooney was in it, right? Paul, Paul, Paul Mooney was the name of the actor. Was it? I believe. Yeah. When I, I, so. I when it I was think called of, Scarface. Yeah. The original. When yeah. I think of Paul Mooney, I think of the comedian. Paul Mooney. Uh, Paul Mooney. Uh, yeah, Paul Mooney. Oh, oh, cool. well, we're talking about a different Paul Mooney. Yeah. Were you thinking of the guy from the Chappelle show? Yes, I was. 
Yeah, me too. <laughs> oh, no, I, no. He's, he spells like it an actor. He spells it M U N I. Yeah. Oh, like the San Francisco transportation, the Muni. Sure. Gotcha. Yeah. The Muni. Um, that the original movie uh, from the 30s takes place in <laughs> Chicago because uh, it's you know a gangster movie. Uh, hey, they, Chicago! You got the deep dish pizza. <laughs> awesome then, segue. They, they transformed it into uh, Miami for the the remake, and I, and they said that they're going to keep it in Miami for this. Um, they currently don't have a director for the movie uh, because originally. Sean, you do it. I'll do it. Uh, okay. Yeah, I mean, I'll do the Batman too if you want me to. Uh, <laughs> You'll do a better job. <laughs> Uh, why not? Uh, originally, they wanted to bring in uh, Antoine Fuqua to direct the movie. Um, What'd you say? I'm sorry. <laughs> An- Anton Fuqua. Well, f- fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> no, Jason Fuqua. Oh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, you know who he is. He directed uh, Training Day, yeah, um, and his his yeah. last movie was the remake of The Magnificent Seven. He did, but uh, he didn't do straight out of Comp- Compton, did no, he? No, no. That was... Um, shit. Oh, that was F. Gary Gray? Yeah, something? yeah, yeah. Um, okay, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, so basically, he was supposed to direct it, and he backed out due to prior obligations. So they currently don't have a director, um, but I am available if needed. Um, you, uh, Everybody listening, just email or tweet at us, blah, blah, pod one. Be like, Sean, direct Scarface. Sean, <laughs> Hashtag Sean... Hashtag Sean for Scarface. Sean face. Sean face, yeah. Sean face. (laughs) Let's talk about it on Jockcast. Okay, anyway. um, (laughs) Another great segue. All right, uh, moving on. Is anyone here a uh, a fan of horror movies? Yes. Hell yeah. I find them scary. Okay, well, I'll Uh, take that as a yes then. Mark, what's what's one that scared you so much that you couldn't fall asleep at night? Couldn't fall asleep. I mean, that's got to be something from when I was a kid. Uh, what's that one with the with the cabin where they're hiking in the woods? And cabin in the woods? Some... <laughs> no. Maybe that was <laughs> when when you were uh, a kid. Which... No, that just where, that came out a few years it? ago. You know, uh-huh. which project? They, that was high oh, school. Oh yeah, I was about to say. Yeah, I was about to say. Was it shot from a uh, like a first person kind of like crappy camcorder? Yeah, yeah, that, that was kind of scary. Oh. Now, Blair, which which project? Project? Blair Witch Project as a kid was it was uh, it was creepy. I agree. Oh, yeah. Did, uh, did me, you know, Texas Chainsaw Massacre? When oh, I was a God. kid, yeah, my, my grandpa, when I was five, put me in a room by myself to watch that. <laughs> that gave me nightmares. <laughs> yeah. Were you like on timeout or something? No, he just had a sick sense of humor. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that. Oh. Uh, oh, my God. You ever see the uh, the YouTube video where the, the dad uh, walks into the kid's bedroom, dresses Leatherface with a chainsaw and wakes him up? Yeah, because they had been up all night watching Texas Chainsaw Massacres, and they had just fallen asleep. And he comes with a chainsaw, <laughs> and the one kid wakes up, backpedals while laying down with his feet, and like hits the wall and falls behind the bed. <laughs> it's amazing. Oh. Amazing. I want to be that kind of dad when I have kids. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the dad's like revving the chance of going like, ha, 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 just scared. You know, it's oh funny. I, I, I read about that movie um, that, um, who, who was the director, Sean? Was of it what? Toby Hooper. Yeah, Toby, Toby Hooper, Hooper did Texas Chainsaw. Yep. That he wanted to, he didn't really want to make it that bloody. So like, if you really watch, like I, not. if you watch it, it's, it's, there, there's not too much chainsaw cutting into flash you don't like, ever you see it to be like no, you don't shitty, ever see right? that no it's uh, the only time you ever see someone 
physically being cut with a chainsaw. It's from behind the, the dude in the wheelchair. Um, right. You don't. You never see. And as far as blood goes, there's barely any in it. In fact, yeah, Leatherface's leg, but it's a, uh, it's a lot like it's a lot like the original Halloween in yeah. the way that like you're you're left to more think about what happened than actually mm-hmm. see it. Mm-hmm. Those are really the most effective horror movies, in my opinion, and that's that's kind of why you guys are gonna laugh. I know, but the first Paranormal Activity scared the shit oh, out. Oh, I thought you were gonna say the Power Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> Mainly because Power Rangers. No, that, that, that didn't come out yet, Sean. That's gonna be Ivan Ivan Ooze. Ivan Ooze gave me nightmares. I was terrified. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, did you guys know that? You probably did, but I'll tell you anyway in case any audience members didn't know. But the Texas Chainsaw Killer was based off of a real serial killer. Yeah, Ed Gein. Back in uh, yeah, he was was it in Minnesota back in the fifties. He actually used to do stuff like that. Yeah, he cut people's faces. He also inspired uh, Buffalo Bill, right? Yep, same person. And Buffalo Wild Wings, right? Yep, same idea. Yep. <laughs> um, He's got a scary mugshot, Ed Gein. <laughs> yes, he does. You look it up, like you see him on the street, you, you know something's up. Yeah. He's probably <laughs> wearing someone else's face. You, you've ended a few lives, haven't you, pal? <laughs> <laughs> you can totally tell. Jason, um, uh, just to go back to uh, you mentioning Paranormal Activity, are, does that movie scare you because you had your own paranormal uh, experience before? Uh, um. Well, the one that happened after my uncle passed away, that was before. That was uh, after paranormal activity. That's what you mean. Okay. Is that what you mean? Yeah. I'll tell you guys. This is a true story, and it's pretty creepy. So, uh, beginning of last year, 2015, my uh, great uncle passed away. Rest in peace, Uncle Fred. Um, and what was it? Like, the day after he passed, this is when I used to live at home in my parents' house. I was in my basement watching TV, and... Um, in front of me is my dad's entertainment system, and to the right of the TV is this coiled-up wire, just like some auxiliary cable. You know, no one was using it. It's, it's coiled up into a circle, and I see out of the corner of my eye that uh, the corner of the cable is lifted up, just like lifted up as as if someone pinched their index and their um, thumb to lift up the corner of the coiled cable. Mm-hmm. And it it went in the air just a few inches. I saw it move with my own eyes. Right hand to God, and then it just it was slowly placed back down right in front of me. It wasn't one of those things where you see it out of the corner of your eye, and then you look, and it's not there. I saw it staring directly at it, and I will never forget that. And that fucking creeped me the hell out. <laughs> it still does. Oh, man. Damn. That was yeah. scarier than paranormal activity. Oh, you can <laughs> never look at wires again. No. <laughs> I don't know if you want to talk about I'm it at all, everybody. Jason, but there was another experience uh, over at Rowan. That, uh... Oh, yeah. Well, okay, we're on the subject. We'll talk about this. But that was also after paranormal activity. And, Sean, you can attest to this. Yes. So uh, my last semester at Rowan, univer- uh, Mark, I went to Rowan University, which is in South Jersey. All right, That's yeah, go Jersey. These- Hell, yeah. That's how I met these goons Woo! here. But um, Except for Steve. I've known Steve forever because we love each other. Um, yeah, we're, we were boyfriends. <laughs> yeah. Sweet. Uh, so, um, so my last semester in college in 2013 – no, it was 2014, sorry. It was my last semester. Um, it was like the, the fall of, of that last semester or whatever. Um, we had a new, I lived in a townhouse, and we had a new resident come in, this young man. I'm not going to mention his name, but he comes in. Uh, really nice guy and everything. Let's Super call nice him guy. Jack Nicholson. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so Jack, uh, <laughs> uh, he goes missing for a long time. And I actually get calls on my cell phone from the campus PD and like the some of the other officials at Rowan, um, asking where Jack is, and um, I have no idea. So it's, it's, I found out like the next night that he actually died, 
And I, to this day, I have no idea what, what he died of, but he, you know, for, that kid unfortunately passed away. Uh, so it was the night after. It was me, Sean, the Sean right here, yes. right? Um, and about like se- seven of our other of our friends were in the living room of the townhouse that I was staying in, all just hanging. And his room was across from mine upstairs, so the room was above our heads. And that whole night, we heard thumping and thumping and like things moving around. It sounded like someone was, was like walking down the stairs, and nothing ever came, yeah, came it down. Yeah, was so it's... creepy. We all heard it clear as day. And then, and I thought it was, I thought it was maybe my neighbor, because uh, the townhouses are like, you know, they're like right next to each other. So I thought like it was the neighbor or something. But I realized I'm like I've been here two years already. Um, I've never heard the neighbor ever make this much noise. And the coincidence of him passing away is just too much, like too weird. It, I, I honestly think it was a ghost or something like and that. Jason, you're missing the best part because when, uh, uh, someone oh, when, that when was Evan, um, you mean when Evan took the broom? Yeah, the broom. Yeah. Yeah. Our good friend, Evan, uh, also big member of the show. Um, he, we all heard it and Evan took a, a broom from the kitchen Hit the ceiling, he went thump thump. Then all of a sudden, we heard thump thump right from above us. My face went cold. Sean, you looked like you were about to die. <laughs> I will never forget Me? that. <laughs> I'm not the one well, who spent the night there because you guys were so freaked out. <laughs> so oh, I didn't want. You I, stayed I, in I, the house though. No, I, I I did not stay there that night. Um, I was seeing a girl at the time who lived right down at the townhouse that was like right down the walkway. It was in this like gated complex community. Uh, so I stayed at her night then. Yeah, night. but a couple people I, did I, stay because they were like, oh, we want to see if anything shows up. <laughs> it Really? I don't remember that. Yeah, oh, definitely. But, uh, I think Evan was one of them. Someone else stayed there too. Yeah, I don't remember that. Um, but I, I did not stay there that night. I was, I was legitimately freaked out. So yeah, that 100% true. Um, oh, I was going to say one other thing about that too. Oh yeah, so I was trying to be skeptical about it the next morning. I actually called the campus security and was like, listen, I heard a ton of thumping in this room last night. Can you just open it just to make sure it's not an animal or anything like that? And I told the cops all what we all heard, and they seemed freaked out too. And they opened it, and everything was just normal. Nothing was out of place. And it was, oh, it was so freaky, guys. I don't know how the hell we got off on that tangent. I think it was Jotcast. That probably (laughs) Something about that, yeah. Yeah. Jason, was his stuff still there? Yeah. yeah, it was. All of it was there. They say I, I've heard. I, I'm big into like paranormal stories. Oh, that they too, say man. like that spirits are like kind of bound to their mm-hmm. belongings sometimes. So yeah, no. It if makes I'm sense. not saying that's what it is or what it isn't, but you know. It's, yeah, I honestly I believe that's what it was, and um, that was like the the day after he passed. So it just it makes too much sense in my mind. Just it was so with Sean heard it that was thumping and like someone was pounding their foot on the floor just like running back and forth uh from upstairs we all heard it right above our heads it was creepy and we with do, that we could do, do a whole podcast on this i got plenty of experiences but yeah we oh yeah no steve you, yeah. you told me some creepy shit from where you used to live but, yeah, uh, that old we'll house. get into that another day yeah yeah, yeah. um so anyway all right well uh <laughs> let's <laughs> Let's get into the, the the news article. Um, the every oh, yeah, about the horror movie, right? Yes. Uh, we actually we mentioned this earlier. The original Halloween movie classic. Um, apparently, the next film in the Halloween series is now it's back on track. Uh, it was in some uh, pre production hell for a while, 
but uh, they've hired David Gordon Green to direct the movie. And in case you don't My know, brother. yeah, yeah, you got you know him personally. Um, oh yeah. In case you don't know who he is, he is the director of Pineapple Express and uh, the movie Your Highness. And well, Mike Myers is going to get high. <laughs> and uh, his most recent movie was This Brand is Crisis. I don't think anyone saw that. Um, but he oh, is. Well, that was a Sandra Bullock movie. Yes. Um, he is going to be directing and co-writing the script alongside uh, Danny McBride, the actor. Um, uh, I think this is just going to be a comedy. It's going to be a yeah, stoner comedy. I don't think so. I mean, it's it's an interesting choice. Uh, it's definitely an interesting choice uh, for a straight-up horror movie. Although, you never know. I mean, uh, you know, Danny McBride is going, going to be in the next uh, Alien movie, the Alien Covenant movie. And from what I hear, it is a 100% serious role. Um, wow. So. You know, it's funny you talk about that because uh, uh, my girlfriend and I went to see Seth Meyers the other night, late night with Seth Meyers. And um, Jordan Peele, the one half of Key and Peele, was on it, mm-hmm. talking about the horror movie that he just made, uh, Get Out. And that one thing cool. he said was, yeah, it does. The one thing he said was um, a lot of comedy, com- uh, comedic actors and stand up comedy people love horror movies because they feel horror and comedy are kind of the same. Like, the structure and building up to something and a payoff. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense to me that, you know, the Your Highness Pineapple Express writer, uh, David Gordon Green, wants to make a horror movie because maybe he has he's thinking the same thing Jordan Peele's thinking, you know. It's just it's just something to think about when I'm on Jotcast. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um no I know the name of this episode. <laughs> The uh, in case you're wondering, the movie is does have John Carpenter as a producer on it. Um, oh, and, good. Uh, it's scheduled to be released uh, next October, um, and also Hopefully in on Halloween. I'm sure they're aiming for Halloween, unless because this isn't a Rob Zombie Halloween, so we don't have to put it in August like they <laughs> they used to always do. Oh yeah. Um, in related news, in case you're wondering, Paramount has decided to. Uh, finally can the Friday the 13th reboot that they were trying to do. Uh, I know we, we had reported on that uh, a while back, and they still wanted to get it out for this year. Um, turns out it's it's done. It's dead. They're not doing it. Kirk. <laughs> <laughs> Good. So, yep. That's Oh, and actually, you know what? I should take this... Um, I should take this time to uh, actually g- give our big announcement because... Uh, this it, it, it in a way relates to uh, horror movies. Oh yeah, this is a really cool idea, guys. Um, so basically, what's going to be happening is everyone knows uh, the month of March is coming up, uh, and one of the big things that uh, is kind of takes over the entire month is everyone's favorite college basketball. Yeah, I know everyone's Ooh, a sports fan. No. Um, so, Mark, are you a basketball guy? Uh, Co- University of Maryland. That's pretty much it. Hmm. Are they in the tournament this year? <laughs> Um, the tournament hasn't started yet, but they will be. They, they just lost to Wisconsin this past weekend. It was heartbreaking. But uh, other than that, I don't watch uh, professional basketball. Okay, well. Yeah, me neither. Uh, well, no one here watches professional basketball either, so we're going to take our own spin on things. Uh, we're going to have our own version of March Madness, and we're going to be calling it uh, March Monster Madness. And basically what it is is an entire 64-team or in this case, 64 character tournament uh, based on horror movie villains. 
Uh, I like that. And basically, it's it's single elimination, just like the NCAA tournament, the March Madness bracket. And it, we have seeding. We have four uh, four groups, uh, number one seeds all the way down to number 16 seeds. And they're going to be battling out, and we're going to find out by the end of the month in March uh, who is the greatest horror villain character of all time. And uh, by the time this episode is released, we will have uh, the bracket up on our Twitter page for everyone to, to look at and maybe make your predictions, uh, you know. And basically the way we're going to be doing this is we're going to be going match by match and giving uh, basically our analysis of uh, whatever the matchup is uh, based on a different different number of criteria, which we'll go over when we do the actual deciding of uh, of the uh, the the matchups. And we'll also be integrating it into Twitter, at least for the um, last couple rounds. Um, we'll we'll get uh, opinions from uh, from our Twitter followers, uh, maybe an informal poll. Uh, seeing who they believe would win in this matchup between the two characters. So look out for that in March, and uh, it should be an interesting tournament. Nice. Uh, I, do have a, from... I have a suggestion for that for one of the characters, if you're interested. Uh, Gengi from Arrested Development. Unfortunately, Arrested Development is a television show, um, and you have to be Wait, in a movie to qualify. That again? Well, it's it's in a movie in the television show. So I, I don't know if that's stressing. Oh, that's um, I remember that now. Yeah. Unfortunately, it still does not qualify. The only Ooh, okay. the, the only character that made it onto the sixty four um, that is technically TV, although you could make the argument that it's it's movie based, uh, is uh, Pennywise the clown from uh, it. Mm. Um, it's a TV movie, so you, there's some gray area there, but. It, it, it has enough uh, cultural significance that it was able to make it on, even though it's you could make the argument that it doesn't qualify. But um, mm. but still, though, Mark, that's a great uh, input. I completely forgot about that episode of Rest of Development. Great show, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. One of my favorites. You hear they're at uh, season five is officially being made. I've been it's waiting out, for so. it. Yeah. But uh, anyway, what's that, Sean? Uh, that's all the news we have for this week. So I would go to Twitter and and Facebook Q and A, but I don't think we have any questions this week. Um, oh, you guys should have used Jawcast. People could ask the questions there. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's a good idea. There you go. I think I'll look right into that as soon as this episode's done. Uh, I don't think so either, Shark. But going to just look just in case. Uh, let's kill some time in the meantime. Joe, tell yeah. me a story. Uh, well, I actually just got an email from somebody. It's a question. Uh-huh. It's not really a question as much as it is a statement. It's from Smarky Butt Reviews, and he wants to know why Sean stinks. Uh, well, we yeah, don't, first of all, we don't accept emails to personal uh, members on the show, so I, uh, can't, I, mean, I, I, I can't actually I, comment I, on that because it doesn't actually qualify to be right on the show. I mean, Sean. I mean, it's not my fault. I I didn't tell him to email me. He just went ahead and did it. And um, if he's not going to go through proper channels, then I mean, yeah, then I'm do? sorry, but, Sean, Sean. I think it's fair. You know, I think it's a. I'm fair sorry, question. but we can't have that, people illegally emailing the the podcast. Look, and, it's not that he's illegally emailing. He's, he's he was misguided. He didn't he didn't know. 
No, uh, because he's he's, he's, build a wall he's clearly a loser. Uh, I'm, no, a, I'm a winner. You can't talk to our fans and like you that. can't Come you on. can't be e- emailing winners when you're not even uh, legally allowed right, to. Charlie email. Sheen winning and whatever <laughs> the winner winner Sheen dinner. You mean Sheen, okay, guys. Jimmy Neutron. This is not yeah. the Lord. <laughs> oh my God! All right, let's uh, let's let's not kill each other. Remember, we're all friends here. We all are oh, one. I forgot. I forgot. With Jotcast. <laughs> okay. Um, what's next, John? Oh, so you checked and we don't have any? No, we don't. Sorry. Okay, okay. Uh, then uh, let's just go into miscellaneous. Right in my ass. Did the intro play? It did play, yes, you're correct. Perfect. Um, <laughs> we'll talk about that later. Go on, Sean. Um, okay, our first story. Uh, Mark, do you want to take a guess what our first story is about? Um, I'm going to say something with the moon. Mm, good guess, um, but not light life found on the moon. Yeah, that's it. No, no. Think a little good more, guess, uh, think a little more, uh, uh, food like. Oh, fuck um, you, Sean. Just like <laughs> food. Cheese McDonald's moon. opening on the moon. Okay. Oh, that's you're really... very close. You're very close. But Burger King. There you go. Burger yes. King. All right. Yes. <laughs> Burger King is in the news. Actually, this was last week. Um, they were in the news. Uh, Burger Kings in Israel are celebrating Valentine's Day by selling what are called, quote, adult meals, which include oh, oh, oh. which include a free adult toy inside. Um, I'm sorry. What? <laughs> you get a dildo with your hamburger. <laughs> Put some extra mayo on that burger. I, I knew that king was up uh, to no good. <laughs> Can you elaborate, Sean? What are these adult toys? Did they go into any details? Uh, yes, they did. Uh, the meal, uh, which was exclusively sold on Valentine's Day after 6 p.m. Uh, in Israel, uh, includes such adult toys as a blindfold, a <laughs> a feather duster, and Ooh. a head massager. Oh, wait. One of those, like, metal things? Yeah. Those are awesome. Yeah. <laughs> So not as filthy as you probably thought, but... Uh, yeah, my mind went elsewhere. I've always wanted to get a butt plug and a double cheeseburger. <laughs> well, go to Israel. Now you can. Nice now, you can. now you can sleep properly. You can clean your house with a feather duster, and you can scratch your head. I think, it, uh, you know, it's very nice. I mean, you know, we're, we're just sickos. Our mind's in the gutter. Those are just toys for adults. Yeah, we're, not, we're, just, we're just gross. I mean, yeah, if they if they I, wanted I, to, if they wanted to have real adult toys, they'd have like a checkbook or, you know, someone's W two, tax forms, yeah, dot casts, uh, you know, stuff yeah, like we're in that. Israel. <laughs> no, I, I lived in Tel Aviv for uh, several years. I've never experienced this uh, secret or adult toy from Burger King. But you have been to Burger King, correct? Well, actually, I've been to Burger Ranch. It's like their equivalent, almost a Burger King. I guess they have both, but uh, Burger Ranch is more popular there. Wow, Burger Ranch—that sounds awesome. Like, uh-huh. were they better than Burger King? Um, you know, I've never eaten there. Oh. I don't think they have cheeseburgers, so. Oh, that's wasn't for me. Maybe they do. Yeah, but uh, yeah, Israel—that's cool. Yeah. Um, what's next, Sean? Um, oh, by the way, uh. Not an extra story, but I did want to mention that uh, I did see articles online that Burger King is planning on buying Popeyes. Wow. 
Uh, you know. Okay. Yeah. Not surprised. Oh, two of my favorite fast food chains in one. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Burger Rise. Popeyes is so good. If they sell Popeyes in Burger Kings, I'll be so happy. Oh, they could do end up doing like a KFC Taco Bell thing where it's like oh, the, be, the two great. together. I was I was telling Jason earlier. I think they're trying to monopolize uh, diarrhea. They yep. are. <laughs> if any well, diarrhea uh, can be made, we want it to be us. <laughs> All we right. have to experiment. Yes. Um, moving on. Uh, sticking in the food category. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, Nabisco has announced a new peep flavored Oreo. That uh, oh you know I heard that was actually really good. It's uh, that will be a Walmart exclusive for a limited time. Um, the the cookie features uh, vanilla cookies with a pink marshmallow flavored cream filling. Wow. Uh, mm. So do, so do do peeps have a flavor or is it just sugar? It's just sugar just and sugar. marshmallow. A few some of them they do they do make sour peeps. They do make strawberry shortcake peeps. Um, I've seen a whole bunch because my sister is like a peep aficionado. She's one of the few people I know that is like really – she really loves them. So she's had every different kind. But I've had the sour ones. They actually – they don't taste half bad. But, I mean, normal normal peeps like the, the purple and yellow ones, ugh, no thank you. Uh, uh, Sean, remember that story you read like two years ago <laughs> as a miscellaneous story about the guy eating – peeps as yeah. a uh, it was like a peep eating contest and he couldn't feel his tongue after a while yeah he ate so many peeps that the sh- all the sugar he could not he could no longer feel anything on his tongue that that, that is, scares me that's yeah. like that guy that tried to eat all the warheads on youtube and his tongue ended up bleeding Ooh. oh i that's remember what, <laughs> i did some i remember in high school uh a bunch of us had a bunch of warheads and we were like daring each other to put a bunch in our mouths and like i put like maybe it was like Anywhere between twenty to thirty in my mouth, and now I can't taste sour. Um, <laughs> you just broken. Yeah, just broken forever. Well, like I, 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 well, I should. Well, like I can taste sour, but like it doesn't affect me really, and I can't really taste. Like my lips don't pucker. I, I can't really like taste what it's supposed to taste. Like I just like okay, this is just a strange taste. It's not really like <laughs> sour, and, and it's all because of warheads. And now we know why you <laughs> love Burger King chicken sandwiches so much. Well, I, I love those because they're so delicious, Sean. Uh-huh. Uh, the, the the ingredients uh-huh. that they all put together to make a crafty sandwich. I just had one the other day, and it was really good. Mm-hmm. Well, Peep Oreos uh, makes no. It doesn't surprise that doesn't surprise me that they're in Walmart. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, what's next, Sean? All right, uh, Domino's Pizza has now opened their Domino's Wedding Registry, where wedding guests can now browse Domino's menu items that a couple can request in advance of their wedding. That is uh. true love. That is true love at its finest. <laughs> um, I like that. I'm writing some ideas down. <laughs> <laughs> Yulia, uh. you want some chicken <laughs> kickers? <laughs> Options, here, options uh, for the registry range from catering the bachelor bachelorette party uh, for sixty dollars to a fifteen dollar married by chill pizza. Uh, hey, uh, hey, Joe, how long, Joe, how long have you been with Claire? For like two and a half years. Uh, anything down the pipeline that will include Pizza Hut? <laughs> oh, oh, Burger King is, you know. Oh, Burger, the Burger King registry, good idea. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Sean, when you said bachelorette parties, I, the first thing I thought of was pizza dicks. Like that was the first <laughs> thing that popped to my head. Just, 
Just pizza wieners. <laughs> I, I don't know why. <laughs> I you mean, some of the breadsticks there. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> bachelor, I mean, normally bachelorette parties involve penis foods. So yeah, strippers, male strippers. I, I mean, I de- I mean, I need a pizza dick. It's just pizza. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna just take that sound bite. That's fine. Please please use that. <laughs> um, let's see. What does it say here? Uh, it's just. Uh, Domino's spokesperson said, quote, we hear often from customers that Domino's was a a, a part of their big day from proposals to after hours meals at their wedding. Uh, we wanted to make it easier for people to ask for and receive something that they'll really use. Um, so Domino's getting on the ball here. <laughs> mean, Domino's mm, wedding headquarters in like Louisville, Kentucky. Yeah, I got married at Domino's. Woo! I really I mean. <laughs> Domino should really be involved in more things, in my opinion. I mean, uh, there's that there's that Taco Bell uh, place out in Las Vegas, like the really fancy Taco Bell, and they throw full scale oh, weddings and they cater the whole thing. The, and you can, they have a they have a bar there yeah. where you get like alcoholic slushies and stuff. You can literally That's make awesome. uh, alcoholic Baja blasts at the yeah, Taco exactly. Bell. amazing. Yeah, and it comes in the slushy form too. Yeah. Oh, I know where I'm getting married. Yeah, Julia, yeah, hey. we're going to Vegas. Yeah. You know, if she doesn't, Steve, just, just, just marry me, just, just for that. Oh, dude, easily, dude. We'll, we'll get married and we'll just act like best friends the whole night and eat a bunch of Taco Bell and wake up in the yeah. morning. And we'll just, we'll go to the little chapel and be like, we just want to get this Nolan voided. <laughs> yeah. We, we, we were in it for the Taco Bell. It was all. That's all it was. <laughs> All right. Oh, uh, oh no, I, I remember oh. um, that just reminds me uh, of a friend of mine from high school used to work at White Castle back in my hometown. And for Valentine's Day, they would do uh, like um, a wait service. So like you can go sit down and have a waiter bring you your White Castle food. <laughs> yeah, uh, could be romantic, sort of, I guess. Yeah. Not as romantic as Jotcast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> moving on, an eBay listing of a Cheeto that allegedly is in the shape of Harambe has sold oh has sold oh for it sold for a whopping ninety nine thousand dollars. Oh, that See, is not enough money. How come I can't win the lottery? I know people I sell Cheetos online for like a hundred thousand dollars, but I can't win the lottery. Life's not fair, guys, at all. How- it's a Harambe Cheeto. That's will never come again. It's priceless. Yeah, uh, I hope exactly. they package it well. Yeah, everybody, you're... everybody on this podcast knows my affinity for our fallen ape lord. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Harambe. Um, he is my he, Joe. He's my Harambe. <laughs> Bay B A E. I remember reading uh, there was a petition to get the new King Kong movie renamed to Harambe's. <laughs> oh my god! I would have been, I would have been, so I would have been first online. I would have been first online. Harambe. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, Sean, this Cheeto was shaped like Harambe. I've seen a picture of it. I can see it. I'm just, uh, I'm just thinking back to so- the the King Kong trailer where John Goodman's like. You know, they did. Te- they they were dropping bombs in in 1954. They were trying to kill something. It was, just... <laughs> it was Harambe. It was they were dropping Harambe. bombs in the Cincinnati Zoo. See, in 1954. The main misconception. The main misconception is is that Harambe was one gorilla. Harambe is all gorillas. Yeah. So therefore, well, why Harambe is 
Harambe's brother <laughs> Bantu died too. So what first Jason. Harambe's grandmother now? I swear Harambe is like the new Kennedy family. It's just yeah. they're, they're all getting picked <laughs> off. Jason, they, don't, they you know, know Jason, too much. Jason, remember the Borg from Star Trek? Yeah. How they have that like the hive collectiveness? That's like Harambe. They assimilate. <laughs> they assimilate them and make them into monkeys. Resistance <laughs> is futile. <laughs> Harambe is futile. You will be Cheetos. Harambe. So okay, this fucking thing sold for the hundred thousand dollars. Whatever you said, Sean. Mm-hmm. It's ugh. what's next? <laughs> Um, oh, by the way, I can I can verify that it, it did sell because I was actually watching it for uh, a time. Uh, on how much eBay. did you bid? Uh, I can neither confirm nor deny, but Harambe was delicious. Uh, <laughs> Whoa, you, you bastard! <laughs> you monster! Um, <clears throat> our next story: A Boston man set a new Guinness World Record by hammering thirty-eight nails in under two minutes with his skull. <laughs> yep. he, they they actually I was Sean I actually I saw that they did a, a x-ray of his head his skull is three times thicker than a yes. normal person's head yes and uh, actually I'll get to that in a, in a second in the story but uh, his name is John Favreau John Favreau John Favreau <laughs> <laughs> the man who directed Iron Man I always thought he had a big head uh, John Favreau whose nickname is Hammerhead <laughs> Um, also, oh, it's just like the Spider-Man villain. Yes, <laughs> he's, he, he's from found, Street they, they Sharks. They gotta cast him for Homecoming. <laughs> he's from Street Sharks. Jason, are, yeah. are you speculating that he's playing Hammerhead in Spider-Man: Homecoming? Uh, or one of the new Spider-Man movie down the line? <laughs> oh, uh, he also holds the record uh, for most nails hammered in under a minute at thirteen. Um, and he also <laughs> has the records for most concrete block blocks broken on the head with a bowling ball in three minutes, which was, I guess none of this hurts him. A total of 45 blocks. Um, scientists believe he's able to perform these stunts due to his incredibly thick skull, which measures in at 16 millimeters, which compared to a nor- normal human skull, uh, which is 6.5 millimeters. So more than <laughs> double. The thickness—that's that amazing. Um, this man, this man is a freak of nature. Yes, that must be tough to train for this if you don't have what it takes, and you're finding out via the training process. Yeah, you find out when the nail goes through your head. You're like, oh damn! <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I hope my skull one. is three inches thicker. <laughs> Guess I'm not cut out for this line of work. Yeah. Um, no word if he's actually of Samoan descent or not. So we'll have to get back to you on that. Also, oh, um, that a so joke. Boy. Yes, that is a joke. <laughs> <laughs> um, moving on. Uh, oh, speaking of skulls, we have another story about a skull. Um, a woman in India had surgery to remove a cockroach that was nest in her inside her skull. In between. Oh, you know this is actually common. In my mom used to work eyes. in a hospital. Ah, oh, Jesus Christ! My mom used to work in a hospital. And uh, had there there'd be people that come in all the time in the emergency room uh, with cockroaches in their ears. Ooh. Jason, how so many we, times did someone come in with something in their butt? There's a lot of cockroaches in there too. They like warm areas. I, I have hospital stories about stuff in butts. But... Yeah, <laughs> it's, uh, my, it's yeah, my aunt is also a uh, she. She is still in a uh, emergency room uh, technician, and uh, she has stories about things in butts. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, yeah. My mom worked at a, uh, a hospital in Easton, PA, near a, a women's prison. 
and some things were stuck places that involved uh, surgical uh, surgical things to get them out. <laughs> oh boy! Oh lord! Yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, where yeah. was the cockroach in their butt? No, no it was in her in her skull, in between her eyes. Uh, oh my god! She she believes that the bug crawled up her nose while sleeping one night. And uh, she went to the local clinic complaining of a burning and crawling sensation in her eyes. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> no. uh, doctor said the cockroach was resting close to her brain. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Jesus. Um, uh, apparently, their first attempt to remove the cockroach with a vacuum suction uh, didn't work since the bug was too large. Um, Jesus Christ. So they ended up giving her a nasal in- endoscope. Uh, to remove it, and um, they they were able to. Uh, the doctor said if if they ignored uh, the bug any longer, the cockroach would have died uh, inside the skull, which could have possibly caused a fatal infection. So she should just clean her house. Well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, Jason. Cockro- <laughs> I mean, cockroaches just happen. You know, it's like it's it's. Oh God, you're gonna get me paranoid now. Yeah, I get a lot of silverfish in my apartment. And those things creep me out. Ooh, those are, those are scary. Those are I don't like silverfish. Like Which ones are silverfish? They're the, the weird creepy bugs. Yeah, they look like centipedes. They've got like thousands of, le- thousands of legs. They're really fast. They're like, yeah, they're really yeah. fast. They have like really long, wispy legs. They almost look like they're floating if you don't look at them fast enough. Hmm. Yeah, exactly. I'll just bring one over your house. No, that's okay. I'm Same. good. I'm good. <laughs> nah, I'll trust you. I'll trust you. <laughs> The only time I ever saw a cockroach in real life was in uh, the subway, in New York City. Was it flying? No, it was. It was. Uh, it was walking. Thankfully. <laughs> no, that was a callback to one of our previous episodes. Yeah, I know the the fl- that was last year when it was hot. The flying cockroaches in the New York City subways. Yeah. I kept my eye out. I thought we were talking. <laughs> anyway, about what's next, John? I thought we were talking about Suicide Squad. <laughs> that were creepy dude. No, thankfully not. Ah. Um, oh. Uh, moving on, our final miscellaneous story for this week. Uh, Tokyo's latest health trend finds Japanese mothers wrapped from head to toe in a white bag while gently rocking back and forth in an attempt to cure post-pregnancy aches and pains. I'm sorry? <laughs> what? Uh, huh? The method, which is called... I'm going to butcher this pronunciation. Uh, Otanamiki. Otanamiki. Let's say that, uh, which uh, translates to adult wrapping, uh, was devised <laughs> by Kyoto midwife uh, who thought replicating how children and s- are swaddled at birth could help mothers overcome post-labor shoulder and hip pains. Can anyone do this or do you have to have had a kid? Uh, it helps to have a kid. It does. It definitely helps. Um, you can just say why not? Yeah. I ass- um, I mean I assume it would work on everyone, but you know it, this is specifically for mothers who have had kids. Um, that's actually yeah. the, the exact reason Jockass was founded. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, for for mothers <laughs> that have kids. Um, okay, uh, but I, I, I'm confused, Sean. Why Japan's weird? I love Japan. I think I love them because they're so weird. Um. <laughs> Reminds me of that story from last year uh, about those people vacuum sealing people in Japan. Remember that? Oh yeah, that was creepy. Uh, they they were putting they were putting people in plastic bags and sucking the air out, <laughs> <laughs> just for so they could take uh, pictures. 
Just so they can take pictures, not yeah. kill anybody. Yeah. But, um, um, yeah, the Japan. the patients in the study that what they do is they lie on their backs with their knees on on their chests uh, and they're bundled up in white cloths while the staff. This is for the pregnancy thing. What's that? This is for the pregnancy thing. Yes, yes. Um, okay. uh, the, while while they're bundled up, the the staff uh, helps rock them uh, over cushions, I guess, back and forth. It's basically like they're 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 um, doing to the 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 mother what they do to the baby to I guess calm the baby down. Um, so I, I guess it's been working. I don't know. It didn't quite say in the article if, if, uh, if it works or not. I know they were saying a, f- a few people, a few, uh, doctors were skeptical about this, but you know, it's worth a shot, I guess. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what to say. Uh, <laughs> uh, Joe, what do you think? I mean, hey, you know, uh, I've never been a mother, um, so... Would you like to be? Uh, Not really. (laughs) Um, I'm I'm good, Sean, thanks. Um, But but Japan's cool, I guess. I like Japan. We should go there. Mark, you ever been to Japan? No, it's uh, it's really high on my list of where I want to go next. Dude, me too, man. I I look at tickets a lot online, uh, plane tickets. So expensive. And the flight's like a day. Yeah, so far. Mm. Oh. You know what? I have been to Japan. I went to Vietnam last year. I was in Japan, the airport, for about four hours. It was amazing. Oh, cool. Yeah, their toilets awesome. are really confusing. <laughs> what are they, like, there's, upside down? No, there's just so many buttons. Like, so uh, many buttons. And how there's many, icons, but it's not clear. But how many buttons would you need? You just need one to flush. What What else would you need? They, they have buttons to make the sound as if you're flushing, even though you're not. They have buttons like for air. I mean, everything. It's you gotta go just for the bathrooms alone. Huh. <laughs> that makes it worth the trip. What, what was Vietnam like? It was incredible. It was uh, it was a difficult trip, food wise especially. Um, but it was very exciting. Me and my my then fiance went. We did uh, this amazing two day hike into the like into the wilderness, into the jungle, like swimming through totally dark caves with bats flying over our heads. Oh my god! Mm. Yeah, it was that a lot of fun. Cool as and, hell. Uh, we were also in Cambodia, which was amazing and beautiful. Both both Mark, great places. I'm jealous, Mark. That's probably the best thing you've said. Uh, I mean, that's been said on this story. In a, I mean, on this podcast in a long time. <laughs> Better than any miscellaneous. Um, did you check out any yeah. of the, the local Burger Kings while you were there? You know <laughs> what? We did because by the end of it, we were so tired of the local food. Um, we, we went to a Burger King, it was our last day there. We just wanted some chicken sandwich. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not sitting you. Oh, we, yes. went to, we got a chicken sandwich there and it was <laughs> gross. It was <laughs> gross. We, we were so disappointed because we just wanted regular American food for once. But, uh, the, the meat there we didn't like, and, uh, they have really good pork, but my wife doesn't eat pork. So I was okay with the pork. But the chicken sandwich at Burger King was just like that was terribly disappointing. I think you just broke Jobo's heart. Oh, Look, I've, I've never had uh, chicken sandwiches in, in Burger Kings across the world, so I can't really, you know. Well, get you know, on it, Carmen San Diego. Come on. Uh, I'm more, I'm more like Waldo. I got you know the you know the the red striped shirt and the the wizard dude the following goofy me glasses, around. The, yeah, yeah. The pedophilia. Yeah, yeah. I know. You look like a goof. wait. What? <laughs> <laughs> well. Uh, any more stories, Sean? Uh, no, no. Although uh, listening to uh, you guys talk about Japanese toilets, I did see one more uh, article online about uh, 
in Japan, they are installing um, parking spots on the road simply so you can pull over and use the local bathroom. That's amazing. I have to go to the bathroom all the time. Why can't they just install that here? The worst thing about New York City is trying to find a bathroom when you're outside, like just walking around. Because you always go into a restaurant and they're like, you need to be a paying customer. It's like, just let me pee, please. Very rarely do I get people that are kind. I usually have to like buy a, a bottle of soda or a cookie. No, see, at that it's point, really you just do me. the big daddy thing and just pee on the on the wall outside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, well, anyway, I think that's the end of the episode, everybody. Let's put a bow on it. Wrap this one up. Uh, I am Jason Green. You can follow me on Twitter at jgreen89. You can follow this podcast on Twitter at blahblahpod1. Keep an eye out for the March Monster Badness that Sean mentioned earlier, where we're going to be uh, bracketing off and um, polling uh, famous horror movie icons to see which one is the best by the end of next month. Keep an eye out on that on Blah Blah Pod One. Uh, also for any updates, and subscribe to us on iTunes. Uh, you know for weekly episodes of this, and including a few mini episodes regarding movie reviews and sports centric episodes that Sean handles. Yep, Sean. Anything you want to plug? Uh, you covered a lot of it, so I'll just plug uh, my Twitter at the underscore Brack Show. Cool, Joe. What about you? Um, I'm gonna plug Liar Liar, the movie Liar Liar. Come on, Joe, Again. give it a new cool. movie. Give it give a different movie? Yeah. Okay, uh, I gotta look at my movie collection here. Uh okay. How about Oh Men in Black? Uh Which the one? entire series. Which one? Men oh, the whole thing. Three. The whole thing, three is the you know the, the greatest. Three was a great one. Yeah, yeah, the superior one. Yeah, so yeah. Men in Black Three. Good movie. Uh Steve, anything you want to plug? <laughs> uh, you can follow me at Saiyan Barbarian on Twitter. Steve, cool. I don't think you can plug that. You can't plug Braun. No. He's too big. No. <laughs> He's too big. And Mark, do you have like a Twitter or does Jotcast have a Twitter or anything like that people can follow? We do. It's the uh, official Jotcast, uh, or you can go to our website, jotcast.com. Awesome. Everybody do that. Go to JockCast. Download it right now. I'm commanding you. Subscribe to us and have a great rest of your week. JockCast. Goodbye.